Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today as part of the Harvard Education Press podcast series, we're here with the author of What Excellent Community Colleges Do, Preparing All Students for Success. He's the founder and executive director of the Aspen Institute's College Excellence Program. Welcome to the EdCast, Joshua Weiner. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. So, Joshua, I guess jumping right in at the title, what excellent community colleges do, um, the simple or complicated answer to that is is what, frankly? Well, we define uh, excellence in the community college sector as achieving high levels of success for students. You know, unlike four-year colleges and universities, community colleges don't typically do a lot of research. And so their primary function is to enable students to succeed. Now, the real question is, what, what is success? Well, we, we define that as four things. Uh, one is the core business of colleges is learning. So great colleges allow students to learn more in each course, in each semester, in each year, and through their degree programs than they had when they began. The second is they complete degrees, uh, that what they learn adds up to a set of things that um, are signified uh, in, in the completion of a degree or a certificate um, that signals to uh, the workplace or to four-year colleges they transfer to that they've accomplished a set of things that matter. The third area is strong post-graduation success outcomes. Really, we mean in the labor markets that what students have learned and what they've completed actually enable them to be gainfully employed with decent salaries. So the third area is labor market outcomes. And then finally, it's really equity. Uh, Community colleges serve more first-generation students, uh, students of color, low-income students than do other sectors in higher ed. And so excellent community colleges achieve equitable outcomes for all of those students. So you shared with us these four domains. I'm curious, with you having done so much research on community colleges, is it is it impossible to say there's a typical community college student? Because I think when we think of colleges at the research level, at the undergraduate level, we sort of have this idea in our mind, but maybe a community college student we don't have in our mind. I think that's probably right, Matt. The uh, community college students are, um, it was Cliff Edelman who uh, wrote an important report over a decade ago about community colleges who said they're really two different community colleges, one that's serving adult students who are returning to education and the other uh, traditional age students. Um, And so that's one uh, difference that we have to acknowledge. I mean, just to take a very practical uh, view of that, um, a student who is 35 years old, who has either completed a bachelor's degree and is now coming back to retool uh, to get a certificate in HVAC or, or welding or, or something else, um, you know, what should we really expect? Are they going to still know Algebra 2 uh, if they haven't been working in the interim 15 years uh, in, a, in a field that allows that? No. So we have to think about that student quite differently. Similarly, they're likely to have a family. They're not going to be able to go to classes in the middle of the day. We have to think about them differently in those terms. So I think in so many ways, um, the age of the student matters. There's one other uh, distinction that I think is hugely important, which is um, community colleges do workforce preparation. So in those areas I just mentioned, uh, manufacturing, they do some healthcare kinds of work, IT certificates. Those are uh, fields that are directly tied to jobs, where they're learning competencies to get the jobs. 
there's a second reason people go to community colleges, which is quite different, which is to really finish the first two years of a bachelor's degree. And in that sense, they're, they're really studying the same kinds of liberal arts that you would at a four-year college in the first two years. Um, students who are in that track tend to be more traditional age, but, but regardless of what their ages are, we have to think about community colleges as serving the career and technical education purpose and the first two years of a bachelor's education purpose. And it seems like community colleges are pretty nimble in, in the sense of they can really adjust to the needs of the society in general. And I'm curious, your, your thoughts on the evolution of the community college, just from when you were younger to now to where you think community colleges are going to go and where they're going to grow? Well, I mean, community colleges today serve 13 million students. Uh, just to put that in perspective, that's 4% of the entire U.S. population. It's almost as many students are, as are in public high schools in the United States. Um, you know, th- that has grown at four times the rate of four-year colleges over the last decade. So, so it will soon be the majority of undergraduate students will be in community college. I don't think um, anybody who uh, is in the baby boom or just after that, as I am, um, uh, would ever have anticipated that. Um, I think the second thing is just in the most recent years, community colleges have received a kind of attention that they've never received before. I don't think we've heard the words community college in the State of the Union address every year in any prior administration, uh, whereas it is um, uh, in, in each of Obama's State of the Union addresses. And so I think that signals a couple of things. One is that community colleges um, have come of age. We've, we're now recognizing that just as we have to make sure that our K-12 systems are delivering um, strong education, community colleges, uh, grades 13 and 14 in essence, are equally important. And, and we're just coming to that realization nationally. I think second, they've signaled just what the critical mass is. And that for, for again, 13 million Americans, 7 million who are seeking degrees and credentials, and 6 million who are doing other kinds of education there. Um, this is, these are really important American institutions that will become more and more important in the years to come. A little bit about the book writing process from from your perspective and your sort of entry into putting this together. Uh, did some of it start with administering the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence and a little bit about how you, how you decided to outline this book, how you decided to tell the story of success in community colleges? Yeah, the Aspen Prize really was the inspiration for this. Uh, the Aspen Institute every two years gives out a million-dollar pot of money to the best community colleges in the country. And the idea is, you know, there are a lot of great community college researchers out there. I, I think of the folks at Columbia University um, uh, um, Community College Research Center as doing some of the best work nationally, but there are others uh, that are doing good work at UT Austin and, and other places. What they tend to do is they look at what is it that works in practice for particular programs. Um, they're looking at degree pathways. They're looking at learning communities. They're looking at remedial education, developmental education. What are the best practices there? What we're trying to do with the prize is something a little different. What we do is we start with the outcomes, looking nationally at which community colleges have achieved the greatest outcomes, and then we drill down to keep figuring out which ones are achieving them best, 
in each of the four pillars that we mentioned earlier. And then we go visit to figure out what the practices are that are aligned to the achievement of those outcomes. So, so what we hope to add to the conversation in the prize, and indeed what the book hopes to add, is a vision for what it looks like to be doing this holistically. Where are the colleges that are achieving success at scale for all of their students who have really moved the needle on student success across multiple programs in multiple functional areas? And our hope is that by providing that picture and telling those stories, that we can help leaders and faculty and staff, I mean, really students and uh, everybody who's involved in the endeavor of delivering a community college education, help them understand what changes are needed to achieve excellence for student outcomes. You kind of answered my next question about who should be reading this book. You mentioned students, anyone interested in, in community college uh, le leadership. Is there a particular best way to use this book? Is it is it a great sort of leadership manual? Is it something that should be incorporated into classes on higher education administration? or how, how do we sort of consume this book in the best possible way? Um, well, some of that will remain to be seen, but a couple of early ways people are already um, using it. It's, uh, it's being released uh, at the end of February, but I provided advanced copies to a number of folks. It is being assigned in classrooms about community colleges, and I hope this is written in, a, in an accessible style um, that um, raises really um, the tough uh, modern issues that community colleges are grappling with, and in that way adds to the other texts that can be used for students. Um, secondly, there are presidents who are using it, um, distributing it to their leadership teams. Um, and I even have one four-year president who I shared it with who's distributing it to their four-year leadership team. I don't think the issues of learning and completion and labor market outcomes and equity are, are unique to community colleges. So I would say definitely uh, either students of, of the community college in general or of, of, of higher education can use it and leaders can use it as a way of identifying the practices that really do lead to strong student outcomes. Those are the, the, the early returns suggest that those will be two practical uses for the book. I'm sure so many more to come. It truly does take this holistic approach. Now, I know the folks at Harvard Education Press would kill me if I didn't ask you, where can they buy the book, Josh? Uh, the book is available on Amazon um, and uh, from Harvard Education Press directly uh, through their website. Fantastic. What excellent community colleges do preparing all students for success. You've been listening to Joshua Weiner. Thank you so much for being on the EdCast. Thanks for having me. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.